What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This, indeed, you are powerful. Is in my hand. Fan effect. All well, right, hey, welcome Andy. back, Andy. We're supposed to introduce him, I think, but just just wave, Andy. Andy, just stay, just stay there, keep smiling. Welcome back. Before school starts, we're enjoying summer movies that are hitting theaters and streaming. And joining and us now, the man who needs no introduction, but who's gonna get one, Andy, Andy Farnsworth. Thanks, guys. We got a lot of choices in this What to Watch segment, but the one that really stands out most in my mind. Our favorite murder podcasting, Thruple, is back on Hulu with a third season of Only Murders in the Building. Now, if you haven't watched the show before, it stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez as three neighbors in an expensive Manhattan apartment building who come together to create a podcast when another resident in their building is murdered. Then, they do a second season of their podcast when another resident of their building is murdered, and one of them is accused of being the killer this time. Now, in season three... There's another murder, this time of celebrity guest star Paul Rudd, whose character collapses and dies on stage of opening night of a new Broadway show that Martin Short's character is directing, and in which Steve Martin's character is co-starring. Fans of the show will enjoy seeing these characters back, trying to solve another murder, while even while questioning why this keeps happening around them. Joining Paul Rudd as a celebrity guest star this season is none other than Meryl Streep, who plays a long-overlooked stage actor who's finally getting her big break, I've only watched the first two episodes of season three so far, but it feels good to see these characters again. Selena Gomez continues to impress me as a dramatic actress, while Martin Short's character is written perfectly to make his normally irritating, over-the-top quirks actually in line with the story, and it works. It's one of the most enjoyable comedies on streaming. A reminder that Only Murders in the Building is rated TVMA, so while it is enjoyable and funny, it's not for kids. The first two episodes of season three are available now on Hulu with new episodes each Tuesday. Now, switching gears quite a bit, the big movie release in theaters this week is a horror movie based on a single chapter out of the book Dracula by Bram Stoker. The movie's titled The Last Voyage of the Demeter, and it chronicles what happened to the crew of a derelict and crewless ship that crashes into the English coast in 1897. All that the shoremen have to help figure out what happened is the captain's log, which tells a horrific tale. What we see as the audience, however, are the horrifying events that doomed crew, the crew as they try to transport some strange cargo from Romania to London. They keep dying off one by one, killed by something that stalks them in the night while they try to figure out who or what is doing this. We, of course, know that it's Dracula, but they don't know that. I've stated many times that I'm not a big fan of horror movies, but this one wasn't too bad. Director Andre Overdahl went to great effort to capture an authentic look and feel of late 19th century towns and sailing vessels. Dracula isn't seen a whole lot during the movie, which helps amplify the suspense, as does everyone being stuck on a boat, so there's nowhere to run when stuff starts going bad. Some of it was cheesy, some of it gory, and even a little surprising at times. I don't see why most horror fans wouldn't enjoy this. The Last Voyage of the Demeter is rated R for good reason, and it's playing only in theaters. The other big-ish movie of the week is a new action film from the former Wonder Woman and one of my personal faves, Gal Gadot. In Heart of Stone, she plays Rachel Stone. Fun fact, I had a friend in elementary school named Rachel Stone. 
I don't think this character is based on her, though. Anyway, Stone is a secret agent who's part of a secret peacekeeping society called the Charter. This group works behind the scenes to keep the peace around the world, and they use this super powerful artificial intelligence algorithm called the Heart to do it. But when a skilled hacker and a bad guy want to steal the Heart and destroy the Charter, Stone must try and stop him, which means she may have to trust someone besides herself to help complete the mission. This movie, for me, was like lasagna. It has all the ingredients that I like. And in theory, they should taste good when combined together, but for some reason, they don't. Yes, I'm admitting to not liking lasagna. I love Gal. This group called The Charter was a cool idea, and the tech they used was somewhat inventive, and the action scenes were solid, but it just didn't work for me overall. Its plot was very similar to this summer's Mission Impossible movie, but not as good or as exciting. The bad guy was almost cartoonish. Thankfully, I guess it's only streaming on Netflix, so that means you don't have to pay any extra to watch it. There's potential here, but Heart of Stone didn't stick the landing. It's rated PG-13, and again, it is only on Netflix. Now, for the honorable mention list of stuff this week, we didn't have time to go into greater detail. First is a movie that premiered at Sundance Film Festival this year called Jewels. Ben Kingsley plays Milton, an old man living in Pennsylvania who's surprised one night when a flying saucer crashes in his backyard and an alien comes out of it. It also ruins his azaleas. But when he tells people about it, everyone thinks he's just an old man with dementia telling stories. But then two neighbor ladies find out about it, and then they name the alien Jules, and as they get to know Jules, who never actually speaks, all three of them find personal connections they've been missing. This is a very dry comedy that has kind of a, a cocoon-type vibe to it, if you remember that movie from the 80s. Nonetheless, I liked it. Jules is playing only in theaters. Another movie out of Sundance that opens today is called The Pod Generation, starring Emilia Clarke and Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's set in a not-too-distant future where technology has replaced a lot of natural things like trees and plants. AI programs are now therapists, and having babies is even easier than before because if you can get a coveted spot at the womb center, you can have a baby that's gestated in a plastic pod shaped like an egg. This way, men and women can have the same experience with the birthing process without either one being affected too much or having their lives disrupted. It's got some very funny moments as it explores detachment, detachment parenting and is a good example of traditional science fiction giving you stuff to think about in ways you hadn't considered. The pod generation is rated PG-13 and is only in theaters. If you like teenage romance movies, a new streaming movie called Love in Taipei could scratch that itch. It's a fairly routine story that won't surprise you much if you've seen a lot of romance movies. An Asian-American girl named Ever gets sent to Taipei by her parents for a summer cultural immersion program. There she finds out that the students of the program call it the love boat, and she proceeds to fall for two different boys while questioning her own future plans. It's an all-Asian cast, and it'll be best enjoyed by your teenage kids or grandkids. Love in Taipei is rated PG-13 and is streaming on Paramount Plus. Next, an animated series on Apple TV that was kind of fun called Strange Planet is based on the webcomic strip of the same name. It's, it's a planet kind of like our own where aliens there have a similar sociality but much more literal than ours, so it's kind of jokes based on our own quirks and culture. It's almost like breaking a code as you listen to the characters speak. Once you've cracked their style of speech and what things mean, like jitter juice being coffee and mild poison being what they call alcoholic drinks, to name two examples, then the show plays much more straightforward. Episodes of Strange Planet are rated TV-14 and drop each week on Apple TV+. Finally, one of my personal guilty pleasures on streaming is back for a second season. Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty tells a soap opera-y version 
of the story of the Showtime Los Angeles Lakers who won multiple NBA championships in the 1980s. It's based on a book, but many creative liberties are taken. And the actual people being portrayed, like Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Jerry West, well, they've all distanced themselves from this series. Even so, it's a great drama that also makes me laugh out loud, and it's fun to see how things maybe could have happened. Content warning, this is for grown-ups only. And it might be too much even for some who are interested. But Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty is streaming new episodes each week on Max. Now, looking ahead to next week, we... I forget what we have next week. I forgot to write that part. I forgot to write that part. Whoops. But um, I believe we have uh, Blue Beetle, which is a DC comic superhero movie. Yes. So there you go. Well, looking ahead to next week, something. I'll have something for you. I I missed your take on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because my kids saw it, loved it, thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it's very good. Spider-Man still in theaters. That's why Spider-Verse type of animation. Very cool, very funny, and amazing that it's still relevant forty years after they first came out. Great. I love the Ninja Turtles. All right. Yeah, sure. I was looking forward to telling you about it. I know. I loved it last week. Okay. Well, we appreciate you being here, Andy, and and of course that introduction. I mean, it was. It's all about you anyway, right? Stop That's right. It. <laughs> yeah. Host of the movie show, 9 to noon on KSL News Radio. Thank there you, you go. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on KSLTV.com. I'll see you there.